When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello, welcome to Garibaldi Red. Uh, well, the, the tone has changed significantly in the minutes before we were about to record this. Uh, I'd written down a lot of notes about missed opportunities, terrible corners, horrendous play in the final third. But Forest have picked up their fourth straight win under Steve Cooper and are flying after being Bristol City 2-1. So, who better to discuss it with the man who scored a lot of goals from Forest in Gary Bertels. Gary, hello. Are you all right? Yeah, just coming down off cloud nine, I think. Yes. Uh, just incredible. You know, it just looked uh, a lost cause at the end. Uh, it actually looked okay up until the penalty box. You know, the approach play looked good, but I, I lost count of the number of times they had chances to put the ball in early to give the likes of Lewis Graben, you know, an opportunity to uh, to score. And uh, the set pieces, especially from Zinkenagel, second half, were just poor, to say the least. And you thought, yeah, all that effort, the build-up play, are we going to, you know, feel rueful because, you know, the quality wasn't that good in the final third? But you have to give them so much credit. They never stopped believing that they could get something out of the game. And, you know, that's huge credit to Steve Cooper and, uh, you know, his backroom team. You could see it instilled in them and uh, they, they never gave it up. And what impressed me was not only the penalty from Lyle Taylor, that, that took a lot of confidence, a lot of bottle to take that and to dispatch it as confidently as he did. He took the ball all the way back to the centre circle, put it down. And as soon as they played, he sprinted right to put pressure back on their back four. And that that's what caused that second goal. I, I couldn't see the whether it was handball or not. They were claiming it was handball because you don't get replays um, on on that particular uh, channel. So um, it doesn't matter. It says two one Nottingham Forest, and you know the travelling fans in that awful weather. You know what a journey back they've got now. Yeah, well, the, the camera was about eight hundred yards from the pitch anyway. It wasn't easy to see anything there tonight. But um, talk us through that penalty from a striker's point of view. Then, like you say, you've got. To, You've got to show some bottle to step up and take them like that. You know, fair play well, to him. Well, he's only just come on as well. I mean, mm. how many penalties did we see missed? You know, uh, was it in the European uh, European Championships? Mm. You know, players coming on late on. And it's not easy to just go and, you know, stand up and take a penalty. People say, oh, penalties, yeah, it's only, you know, 12 yards out. Should, should score every time. You know, that's a lot of pressure. You're 1-0 down. You think you're going to get a point. And because he scored that, we possibly went on, well, we did go and get three points, you know, purely down to him. Um, you know, Lewis Graben had gone off, so he took responsibility. And you've got to give him full credit for that. It was a cracking penalty. How much credit do you give the head coach for his subs? He, he made a tactical change, centre-half off, winger on. Uh, Joe Lolly was set up the second goal and obviously Taylor scored two. Some nights it comes off for you and some periods it's just going really well. Obviously it is at the moment for Cooper, but... Do you give Cooper a, a, a pat on the back for tonight as well? Massively. Um, you, you've got to try and change things up. You can't just carry on and if it's not working, you know, go, go to the back four as he did 
and uh, you know change things a little bit you know get them guessing a little bit the opposition you know get a little pace going at them a little bit more pace a little bit more trickery and for the penalty what a run that was you know for that energy still to be there at that late stage of a game that acceleration burst that caused the tackle to come in was just tremendous mm-hmm. and uh, it was the one decent passage of play around the 18 yard box because as we say the build-up looked really good you know on both flanks but then the number of times we just spurned the opportunity to put the ball in early. Strikers thrive on early delivery. And you saw Lewis Graben, the one he got uh, disallowed. Um, you know, that when it came in early, yeah, he went a little bit too early. But I ain't got a problem with that. Um, but, that you know, that's the sort of stuff he thrives on. And we had numerous opportunities to do it, but we didn't. But, hey, take all that back and uh, away. You cannot fault what that team did in the last 10 minutes or so. They still have belief. Before, you'd have said, right, we'll lose this game 1-0. Absolute certainty. But, you know, the, the difference in mentality and belief is just, you know, overwhelming for me. Hmm. Um, let's talk about a few of the key decisions there. Then there were a couple, like you say, Bristol probably had a decent case for handball, but we couldn't really see. I mean, I thought it was definitely a penalty for Forrest for when Spencer's fouled. I take it you did as well then. It certainly looked like that. And they didn't, uh, you know, Bristol City didn't sort of protest that much. I think he dived in. You, you, you're always liable to be in trouble when you do that. And, um, yeah, I mean, we hit the post in the first half. They'll say, you know, Samba made a great save. He didn't say it on commentary yeah. uh, when he yeah. pushed it onto the post. You know, it, said it could have been a deflection, but it's a fantastic save. You know, so both teams would say, yes, we probably deserve to win this. But when you're on a run like Bristol City are at home, that self-belief can just drain very quickly. And they were tiring. Forrest were putting them on the back foot. They were defending a lot deeper. And that was down to the persistent pressure that Forrest were putting on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> football's, you know, a strange game. It's, uh, it's, it is all about belief. It is all about confidence and you can see the confidence is sky high. And I, I just loved um, when the celebration for that second goal, you know, Samba ran, what, 70 yards to join in the celebration. Uh, that that could have proved a, a little bit uh, dodgy because the referee was going to add a bit more time on because of that celebration. But, um, yeah, it was just... I sat here thinking, the number of times I said, that is so poor, you know, the, the delivery... Um, the, the chance to put stuff in the box and, went, and and they didn't do it. But then at the end, you've got a big smile on your face. And Steve Cooper and the, his backroom staff have got to take a huge pat on the back for for what they've done so far because it's it, it's staggering. You know, people are talking about playoffs now, but you, you've got to keep your feet on the ground a little bit. But you can't do more than what they did after the international break. They beat Blackpool at home, who've been doing well. And, you know, they go away and win 2-1 and, you know, just keep inching up that division. And uh, they've got some tough games coming up, but I think you saw enough tonight to say, well, they're not frightened of anybody. What do you think his message will be to the players then, Cooper, now? Because you always preach one game at a time. Is it is it attempting now to say, Look, you're doing really well. The sky's the limit, no, or no, 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 no. Just it's one game at a time, and you yeah, know, he'll, be, he'll be you know hammering that into their minds that uh, people probably watching tonight thought, oh well, they you know they think they're 
you know, they think they're moving up the table now. They've got it cracked and uh, losing one nil. That you know, that that little bubble could have burst, but you know, that little bubble didn't burst. That little bubble stayed there, and uh, you know, I, I've just got every admiration for the way they went right until the end because it would have been easy to just give up. And I think. You know, you've seen the team you'd probably give up a little bit and not lack that, uh, not have that fight in them to go and try and get something out of the game and uh, the late stage of uh, you know a, a football match. And they were just you, you always felt there was going to be an opportunity, and if there was an opportunity, you think if they got back on level terms, they could actually win the game because of the frailty of Bristol City at home. You know, they did superbly, Bristol City. They, you know, they tried to close Forest down. Um, you know, they did it particularly well at times. But, you know, in the end, the pressure just was too much. And, you know, the, the quality shone through in the end. You'll have been in dressing rooms after wins like that. It's probably even sweeter on the road, isn't it, when you've got the coach journey home? I mean, what what can a win like that do for just for belief amongst the players? Because they, they, were, they were in the gutter not long ago, weren't they? They were, and it'd be a great journey back. You know, the weather's not very good, but they'll they'll be going back with big the biggest smiles on the faces ever, and so they should do. You know, it, it wasn't the greatest performance in the world, uh, but it, it's still a win. And when you don't perform particularly well, and you still win a football match, that that tells you you're, you're moving in the right direction. There'll, there'll be days when they play probably. Um, you know, a little bit worse than that, and then go, you know, go and win games. It, it's 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 a strange old game football, but that that win will give them belief. It'll give the with the run coming up. You know, we've heard people say, "Well, it's a tricky run coming up." Yeah, but other people, the teams they're playing, will say, "You know, probably don't want to play Forest at this particular point because there's there's so much pace and there's so much desire and there's so many outlets now." You know, you see the the desire to get forward and join in you know that's that's what impressed me again tonight despite sometimes the quality not being good enough their keeper hardly made a save I think second half mm. but the desire to join in with everybody you know you saw yellow shirts just bombing forward non-stop you know that desire to get in there and help and try and be part of something that's good in that final third you know we've not seen that for quite a while and uh, that was impressive for me tonight um, let's go back into the first half then. Obviously, Forrest fell behind. What was your take on the goal? I thought Sambo was out of position, but it was taken quite early, the shot on. I mean, it looked a very poor goal to give away. What was your take on it? Yeah, you'll always say goals are you know very poor to uh, give away. People, you'll say, well, he should have palmed it a bit better. He should have done better with this and that. But it, it's easy to say that. Um, you've got to give the lad credit for it because he missed one early. He missed a sitter. Yeah. Um, but he was still brave enough to get in there and uh, you know score the goal. Um, yeah, it's it's one moment where you know a few switched off, and uh, you get punished for it at th- th- that level. But you know it, it didn't stop the belief in that team that they could go and win the game. Mm-hmm. What was your take on the short corners? Was that something Cooper's seen? Because they kept taking them, and they kept absolutely messing them up every yeah. time. Is that that's a tactical thing? I take it. There's nothing wrong with the short corner if you get it right, but when you keep messing it up like they did uh, mm. you, you, as a centre-half you're all, all your centre-halves are going up you know they're running 80 yards up the pitch hoping to you know get on the end of something and they see that then they've got to run 80 yards back again and that that's not easy and a couple of times you know we got caught out in that respect on the on the counter you know they look quite dangerous at times um, 
But she put all that to bed because, you know, the scoreline says Bristol City 2, uh, Bristol City 1, Nottingham Forest 2. You know, mm. simple as, you know, it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's another win. It, it's another confidence booster. and It's an, another, you know, game they've got coming up now they can look forward to and say, right, if we win that, they'll be looking at the table now, you know, rightly so. And thinking, right, hold on a minute. You know, it's not even Christmas yet. Look where we were. One point, rooted to the bottom of the table. And now look at us. You know, things can turn very quickly. And you have the feeling that, you know, the, the Steve has bought so much to the club and the players have bought into it so very quickly. You know, it's not just, you know, Steve, it's uh, Stephen Reid, Alan Tate, you know, the, the, the backroom staff, you know, they've all got to take credit because there has something happened down at that club that's really galvanised everybody within that squad. And, you know, that's got to be totally down to the new manager and the, the you know, the backroom staff. You must have played in games periodically where, you know, it, it looked tonight like it was, you know, one of those nights where it's not going to happen. Is it hard when you're on the pitch not to succumb to that mentality? Because once you do, you're going to lose, aren't you? You are without a doubt. And like I said before, uh, you know, last season, you know, even early this season, I don't think we'd have got a result there because, you know, the belief clearly wasn't there. Um, but we never stopped, despite the lack of quality in that final third, we never stopped trying things. Uh, when, you, when you stop trying things, that's that's when it gets a little bit difficult. But they, they still tried to do the right things, but it, they were getting it wrong. I ain't got a problem with them getting it wrong where they're trying to do the right things because that's the right way round. And, uh, you know, eventually you're going to get it right. And that's what happened. I mean, it, it's with my sons in Yorkshire, they're camping up in Yorkshire, a load of them, and he phoned me. And he was. He said, "I'm still screaming for the for the, for the equaliser." And he said, "I didn't realise he'd scored the winner." When I saw <laughs> that, he said, "I was running around the kitchen." You know, that's that's the sort of, you know, feeling it's giving everybody at the moment. It's putting smiles on people's faces, and you know, we've we've had a lot of glum faces over the past, you know, few months. You know, for more reasons than than, than any, you know, with COVID and everything, and mm. you know, just to see that celebration just brought a big smile to everybody's face and. Yeah, it just gives everybody hope. When was the last time, can you think back, that it felt like, you know, this is what it's like to be a fan, isn't it? And I've seen your playing days. These are the times that you, you crave, aren't you? I mean, it's not been like this for a long time. It was a bit of Lamucci, but I'm struggling to think of when it really felt like the but not was in that, moving. Not in that manner. No, not it's a bit smash and seen. grab, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah, not in the manner we were seen. It's, and it wasn't... You know, I think if you look at the possession stats, I've not looked at them myself. I think probably Forrest a, a, a lot more possession. Mm. Um, mm. I forgot to look at that, but <laughs> and in that respect, you, you you could actually see a goal coming. I I thought because they were starting to tie mentally and physically, and uh, you know Forrest twigged onto that, and you know the pressure became a little bit more intense. And I think it's just the pace that we have in the team and the mixture of different players in in different ways chipping into you know what's going on you know Ryan Yates looks a different player now mm. uh, you know you've got Garner who's good on the balls in Canagle uh, you know another one but you've also got the pace of uh, Brennan Johnson you've got you know Lewis Graben's back in form uh, you've got Mighton to come on you know he came on he did well his decision making wasn't the best uh, a couple of occasions could have been a little bit better 
but he's still prepared to commit defenders. And like I said, that will come off on mm. on, on another day. Mm. You know, mm. it, it didn't go well for for him today when he was in good positions. But I tell you what, he can guarantee it'll happen in uh, two or three more games that he he, he takes part in because he's he's got that quality, and so is Brennan Johnson. And you're getting chances being created from all different areas at the moment, you know, which is great to see. And the, the great thing for me, it, it, it shone more today because of the yellow shirts. You could see the yellow shirts. They're just bombing forward. Yeah. You know, the, the desire to get there and join in. And before, how many times have we said it? The, you know, the, the isolation for the striker up front has been so evident, but not anymore. You know, you see Joe Worrell on the edge of their penalty box. You see McKenna bringing the ball out. You know, it's it's just everybody wants to be part of it. And, yeah, it's great to watch. Um, <clears throat> what did you make of Garner? Does he look like a player that's feeling his way back to form slowly? He was a bit of a mixed bag tonight, I thought, from him, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think uh, I think going forward, you know, in the second half, it was a mixed bag from pretty much everybody. Um, but it, it doesn't matter. You know, he, that will come. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll be part of something that's pretty good. Because he's he's a gifted player and uh, he can play a big part on, you know, us going forward this season. And um, I think now I think Steve's getting in his own mind. You know, he's he's best starting eleven, and that's always so important when you've got that in your mind, who your best starting eleven are. And in the commentary, uh, Guy Havard said, you know, the, on the bench before any substitutions were made. You know, you're saying there's there's so much on the bench if if need be that Steve Cooper can you know change things with, and when he thought it was right to change it, he did change it, and you, you like to see that, and uh, you know those changes worked, and yeah, a massive pat on the back for him. Yeah, I wanted to finish up last few minutes getting your take on the lineup against Fulham on Sunday. Obviously, it's a big game, and players are pushing for uh, a start now. I mean, Jack Holbackle. You know, think he's got a good case. Alex Mighton was probably better than Zink and Eagle tonight when he came on. Joe Lolly had an influence on Obviously, Lyle Taylor scored twice. Would you make any changes against Fulham on Sunday? Why Why make changes? You know, just start with what's been successful. You know, he mm. might want to tweak it a little bit. Uh, he might want to maybe arrest somebody. I don't know. But, you know, Fulham will be very, very aware of how difficult their game is going to be against Forest. You know, they might change things a little bit. Um, I don't think we need to change in a negative way. I just think we've got to do what we do against what we saw tonight. Mm. You know, just get on the front foot, take the game to the opposition, just commit the opposition, keep them under constant pressure. You know, and uh, again, Bryce Samba's had a little bit of stick, but his distribution to get moves started, has been, you know, it's so impressive. You know, he didn't just pick it up and have a look. He tries to get rid of the ball straight away. And he starts a lot of the moves going because that pace, he knows if he gets it right, all of a sudden we're going to be right on the edge of their box because of the, the you know, the directness, the pace of what's in the team. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's vitally important for him to keep, you know, being on the ball with his distribution and starting things. You know, goalkeepers can have assists. You know, they start things off and... You know, it's obvious that Steve has, you know, wanted him to do that. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it looks good all round at the moment. Yeah, and like you said earlier, that save at 1-0 where he tips it onto the post. And that's game over if that goes in. So you have to give him a ton of credit for that. Um, put your striker's hat back on for a minute. If you're Lyle Taylor and you've scored twice, do you kind of expect to start on Saturday or do you just have to 
you know, be patient still. Well, you'd like to think you're going to start on Saturday because you've scored two, but that, it doesn't always work like that. You know, Steve will have in his mind, like I said, he's starting 11. Um, it all depends on Lewis if, uh, you know, he's feeling, you know, a little bit of fatigue. You know, he's, he, is he 34 now? Mm. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, but you play your best team. What you think is your best team against a very good opposition because they're one of the favourites to go up, and rightly so. But, you know, we've always thrived against teams that are, you know, at the top of the table. Um, before, you know, when Leeds were there and West Brom, we always, you know, lifted a game. And, you know, if you can't lift your, your game against one of the favourites to go up, then, you know, you, you shouldn't be playing. And, you know, Forrest can do that without a doubt. Um, table tonight, then, as we record this, Fulham a third on 23 points. I assume they're playing tomorrow. Forrest a 12th on 17, four points off the playoffs. It's a ridiculous turnaround, as we've said. Are you daring to dream or are you still keeping that one game at a time cap on? I, I've got to do that. You know, as an ex-pro, that's all you, you, you can. You, you don't look ahead. Um, mm. it, it's, do you, do you blame fans for it, though? Do you, for no, of course I don't. I mean, in my own mind, I'm thinking, yeah, you know, I, I, I am thinking like a fan. Mm. But when I put my striker's hat on and a professional head on, I'm thinking, yeah, you just got to don't look too for, too much forward. Just concentrate on Fulham. You know, assess Fulham. And, you know, they'll go through it with a fine tooth comb and you can guarantee that Forrest will be so positive against them. That, you know, it won't be a sit-back performance. Don't show them too much respect. I, I've listened again to Guy Havard saying that uh, they they thought Bristol City paid Bournemouth too much respect. Mm. At, the, at the weekend and you can't do that you, you respect your opposition but don't be scared of that you know don't over respect them just believe you're as good as them and you can you know you can upset them if you go at that with, with that mentality you know it puts pressure on them as well mm. Mm. true right well let's hope for another great game on Sunday um, Forest are flying it feels good to say after so many years of well months and years almost of negativity so it's going, going great at the moment uh, Gary's not quite dreaming yet as an ex-pro, but I think I probably am. Uh, we'll leave it there. Thanks to everyone who's listened as ever. And we'll be back on Monday. Uh, two short episodes this week because uh, I, uh, I look after my kids during the day. I don't want them interrupting this. So that's why we've done it like this. But we'll be back with normal episodes, normal service resumed on Monday. So, Gary, thank you very much. Pleasure. And we shall catch everyone soon. Thank you for listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening.